What is going on, everybody? Um, welcome back to another episode of Talking a Bunch of Hoopla. I do want to apologize for how I sound. Um, I'm under the weather at the moment, so got a bunch of cough drops in me, taking a bunch of antibiotics, so that's why I sound like this, and, you know, I'll do my best to make sure I have, you know, an entertaining uh, voice or some type of, give you all an entertaining experience for this half hour or so, even though some topics may get kind of dark and grim, but... I'll do my best to still be entertaining nonetheless. What I would appreciate, though, uh, before this podcast starts, you know, you could subscribe on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts and wherever other podcasts or third-party apps you use or whatever site you use. Appreciate it if you shared it, rated it, tell your friends about it, so on and so forth. Give me some suggestions. Sorry, give me some give me suggestions on topics you want me to talk about, you know, things I can improve on, things you don't like, so on and so forth. Yeah, uh, that's kind of all I got for right now. And let's just jump right into it. So the first thing that I want to get into today is the whole sad passing of boxer Maxim Dadashev. I believe, I, uh, at least I hope I said that right. Um, if you were unaware, uh, Maxim Dadashev passed away uh, the other day due to injuries he sustained in his last fight. Um, in this article, it says, Top Rank is devastated to report that Maxim uh, Dadashev passed away earlier this morning due to injuries sustained during last Friday's bout. Uh, the, his promoter said in a statement, Maxim was a talented fighter inside the ring and a loving husband and father outside the ropes. Our thoughts and prayers are with his family and friends. Yeah, there was a video that kind of made the waves around the internet of his trainer, you know, and Quarterman was just like, yo, we, we got to stop the fight. Like, you've taken way, I'm paraphrasing, of course, excuse me, and you've taken way too many hits, like, we got to call this. And you can get, at least how, how I saw it, it just seemed like the dude was just not there. Like, it was just, house is there, but no one's no one's inside, lights are off, it's just, and it it just looked bad. It You, you don't, you know, it's not something you want to see from a fighter, especially, like, someone that young or at, or at any age or any stage of their career. I would just imagine, I, you know, I could only imagine, you know, being in his corner, being his team, and just be like, you know, this this could, you know, ruin this kid's life. And sadly, it, you know, eventually ended his life. Uh, more in the article, it says uh, his, uh, his opponent, uh, Matias, let me get his first name, actually, before I continue. Uh, he fought... Uh, Subriel, or Subriel, Subriel, Matias, I'm probably bashing that too, but it's very common on this podcast where we get names completely wrong. Uh, it says Matias was dominating Dadashev and was ahead 109 to 100, 108 to 101, and 107, 102 on the scorecards at the time of the stoppage. In reviewing footage from the fight, McGirt, which is one of his cornermen, could be seen and heard pleading with Dadashev to stop the fight, noting that he had taken a lot of hits. Dadashev had to be helped out of the ring. And he started to vomit and lost consciousness before making it to the dressing room, ESPN reported. He was taken to U.M. Prince George's Hospital Center in Chevrolet, Maryland, where he went underwent emergency brain surgery for a subdermal uh, hematoma, which is bleeding in the brain. It added that Dadashev had to be placed into a medically induced coma after the operation in order to allow the brain swelling to subside. Sorry to subside. And then his team goes, as you can imagine, the news this morning has devastated us all. Out of respect for his family, I will refrain from making any comment at this time other than to say Maxim was and always will be a phenomenal young man and boxer. And yeah, that shit sucks. I, I can't imagine what, you know, his team and his family are going through, especially, you know, being there and seeing what happened beforehand and all that. And I know with this, <laughs> excuse me, uh, the conversation is going to start with, 
you know, should rule changes be you know implemented in boxing now? Or and I'm sure a lot of like parents or family members or significant others and so on and so forth have probably reached out to you know their family members. They're sorry, their family members who do boxing or MMA or some type of other martial art or combat sport. You know, saying hey, you know, please be careful out there. You know, we don't want this to be like you know you and things like that. And I'm sure there's going to be people that, of course will eventually stop fighting because of this news because that that tends to happen every so often when someone like you know passes away due to in-ring stuff or stuff that happens outside the ring because of the sport kind of a thing because of too much you know too much head damage or something but of course you're still gonna have the people that are like no this is what i you know i love doing and yeah there's a possibility that this could happen but at the same time you gotta take that risk if you want to be champion or go far into the sport which you know sucks but you know especially a lot of these guys Especially, you know, we, they could develop CTE later on. And for the people who don't know what CTE is, I will do my best to explain that properly. Um, okay, so CTE, also known as chronic traumatic encephalopathy, we're going to go with that, or just we'll call it CTE, uh, is a neurodegenerative disease caused by repeated head injuries. Symptoms may include behavioral problems, mood problems, and problems with thinking. Symptoms typically do not begin until years after the injuries. CTE often gets worse over time. It can result in dementia. And also, it's linked to, like, you know, dementia and depression and so on and so forth, anger issues. But there's kind of side effects that come with that. But essentially, to explain, to get that even, to dumb it down a lot. Basically, if you're getting hit ahead a lot, whether you play, like, a sport or something outside of sports or you're doing something where you hit your head really hard, you could possibly end up with CTE. And it's been over the last, I want to say, like, decade or so where, you know, the research into this has gotten more depth and people understand it better. And, you know, seeing former players who do have CTE and also, sadly, have lost their lives due to it. Hopefully that this can help future, you know, athletes, you know, understand what they're really getting into before they actually commit to a sport. Especially if they do it at a young age. At the same time, this isn't like, you know... Boxing isn't going to stop. You know, MMA isn't going to stop because of this. It's a sad part of the game, and it's a huge possibility, but a lot of the time people are still willing to accept that or at least not worry about it until they feel that, you know, all right, you know, I've done my piece with my career. I can only take so much damage, and I'm starting to see issues, and I'm going to call it here. Same thing with, like, football. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say so much basketball, but I would imagine, like, soccer or um uh, like uh, race car driving because you know they do get into crashes and things like that and you know many other sports where you end up falling on your head or you know getting hit in the head repeatedly things like that so it sucks you know it's i can't so i can really say this it does suck i can i can't imagine you know what his family's going through and again i give my condolences to his team his family his friends and so on but it's a sad part of the game and this is what i think the third week in a row or second week in a row where i've had to i haven't had to but I mentioned the death of an athlete. Um, and it, well, the difference with this one is this happened because of the sport this person played, unlike the other ones where it happened, uh, I believe, outside of you know their respective sports. But again, um, if you are an up and coming athlete who may listen to this somehow, you know whether it's in you know current time, which is uh, July twenty fourth uh, when this is going up, or in the future, uh, please just understand that this is. A risk that can happen, you know, it's a side effect that is very possible and that, you know, you really should understand before you really get to a point in life where, all right, I want to play this sport, I want to do this, understand that, you know, this could be a possibility for you when you're in your 30s or 40s and 50s that, you know, your life will 
change forever or that it could cause serious damage and sadly end your life because of it. I'm not saying to, you know, stop playing, you know, sport or getting involved in sport because of this, because end of the day, if this is what you feel is, you know, best for you and this is where you feel like where I'm the happiest or where like I can make my life better because of it, then do it. I'm not trying to just, you know, discourage anybody from doing that, but just recommending take the proper, you know, precautions beforehand. That's pretty much all I'm saying. Just understand, you know, it's like, it's like when you grow up, it's like there's certain things you just kind of, kind of understand. You have to understand before you jump into something like a relationship or a job or, you know, getting a car or doing something like this could go one of two ways. This could go good or could go bad. You kind of have to accept those facts, but uh, I, I wish I can say that was the reason why I didn't play sports, you know, is to avoid injuries, but I'm just unathletic. <laughs> That's mainly what that is. Unto... A lighter note in boxing, um, 40-year-old Manny Pacquiao is now the WBA Super Welterweight title. Uh, he won in decision against Keith, Thur- uh, Keith Thurman excuse me, on a split decision. And the thing I found was interesting about that fight wasn't, oh, you know, he's the oldest champion in history, and, or I think at least in that division, I'm not 100% sure. But he's one of the older champions in boxing history. And, you know, how he's still performing at a high level. And things are going great for him, his career. Immediately was like, well, what about Floyd Mayweather, though? And as a semi, very semi-casual fan, I'm still, like, I'll watch a fight here and there. I think that's very annoying that every time something Manny Pacquiao does, it immediately goes back to Floyd Mayweather. Let me see if I can pull up his comments, excuse me, about what he said on this whole thing with Manny Pacquiao. Because it felt, it felt very, um, like he was upset. Because about all this media attention that he got just for literally nothing, just because it was uh, just Manny Pacquiao was somehow involved. And he says, I find it real ironic how every time Pacquiao's name is brought up in the media, my name is also always attached to it. <coughs> Excuse me. This man's entire legacy and career has been built off its association with my name, and it's about time you all stop using my brand for cloud chasing and clickbait and let that man's name hold way on its own. For years, all you heard was that, Floyd is afraid of Manny Pacquiao, but what's funny is when we finally fought, I won so easily that everyone had to eat their words. Um, all the so-called boxing experts, critics, and jealous American fan base either went mute and ran for cover or made every excuse in the world as to why I should give Manny Pacquiao a rematch. Oh, let me go. Okay, here we go. Um, where was I? My take on all this bullshit is that y'all are just upset that I, that I broke Rocky Marciano's record. Hate the fact that a black high school dropout outsmarted you all by beating the odds and retiring undefeated while maintaining all my facilities. Simply, sorry, all my faculties. Simply by making smart choices and even smarter investments. Ultimately, I will always have the last laugh. Now, I can kind of see where that's coming from because, like, he said in the thing. It's like every time Pacquiao does something, Mayweather gets brought up. Um, I'm sure there are people that are upset about him breaking Marciano, Rocky Marciano's uh, career record. At the same time, if that's really the truth and that's how people feel, then y'all need to get over it. Because I'm going to imagine that's more like the boxing kind of purists, the older dudes in the boxing uh, community, whether they're actually in or not or just fans. Now I feel that way. Um, just from an outside perspective, I would imagine that would get annoying. Especially even with Conor McGregor, to an extent, it's anything he does. Not anything, but before his Khabib fight, it was like, oh, is he going to fight Mayweather again? Is that a thing? Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, anytime, especially with that fight he had with that kid over in Japan. I mean, Mayweather, I'm in... I'm in I'm uh, I can't talk. I'm using as an example that uh, I doubt that kid's going to get a rematch because that fight would look stage shit, but... It's like, people, I feel like Mayweather's, like, retired, retired, 
I mean, like, he's done. I don't think he really has anything else to prove or to do. Besides, really, if he really wanted to come back, is make a giant paycheck again. Because we all know that if he does come back and fight a Pacquiao or another big-name, you know, boxing star, that it's not doing it to, like, better his career or to better, better his legacy or, you know, add another notch to his undefeated record. It's just because, like, all right, I'm about to get fucking paid. I'm going to win, and I'm going to be out. Because even I remember at the end of the, um, I believe it was the McGregor uh, Mayweather fight, where he did like a post-fight interview with ESPN. He had the check that he made for the fight. He didn't show the camera, but he showed the reporter. And he was like, "That's that's over 150 million dollars. That's I just looked at a check that said over 100. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you did, because you know he runs his own boxing promotion. You know he makes money off that, off his fighters. I'm sure whatever investments he has, and he's always you know flexing his money and things like that. So, <coughs> excuse me. But, yeah, I feel like it's also, too, it's, I would imagine, like he said, it's for, like, clickbait or cloud chasing. I wouldn't say cloud chasing, I said more like clickbait. It's just used to gain traction to their sites or to whatever they're talking about. Um, usually, with things like that, they're not going to come back to the site to, like, oh, I wonder what else they're talking about. It's usually, all right, are they talking about Mayweather again or not? Because if not, I don't care. That's usually how it is, because you're going to have the people on one side who, you know, who love Mayweather and want to see him succeed and want to see him fight again and see him win. Stand his record. But I'm sure you also have people on the other side who are like, yo, Mayweather fucking sucks. Fuck that guy. Get him back in the ring. He'll get his ass beat, you know, and he'll lose, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like any other, like, same thing with John Jones. There's the people that like him and dislike him. I'm on the dislike side, but we'll get to that later. Probably not, but. And, I don't know, it's any, it's always anything like this in sports or in social media or, you know, it's always, if one, it's, if someone's always going to be associated with someone, it's like, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna hear about it. And I would imagine after a while it gets annoying. Especially because you want to move on and, you know, do your own thing. And it's like, but wait a minute, what about uh, so-and-so over there? Everything good with them? It's like, move on. All right, are we done with that? But I'm sorry if you if I'm chewing loud because I have a bunch of uh, cough drops in my mouth. That's what the directions say. Put three in your mouth at the same time. Pause. But on to, you know, other news. UFC 240 is this weekend. Uh, very excited. Yeah, it's this Saturday. Main event is Max Holloway versus Frankie Edgar for the welterweight title. Sorry, I do not believe for the welterweight title. Actually, let me double check that. So yes, it is for the welterweight title. Um, and he's fighting Frankie Edgar, who is ten years his senior. And I'm not saying that I believe it's gonna be a blowout, but I think Holloway is gonna have the advantage. Um, what Frankie Edgar hasn't fought since like what April, and he where he fought Cub Swanson by decision. Sorry, he beat Cub Swanson by decision. Um. I just think Holloway is just going to, like, I don't want to say destroy Edgar because I'm such a fan of Frankie Edgar and I've been for years, but I don't, it's going to be tough to see Frankie Edgar beating Max Holloway. I mean, Holloway is on some other shit right now. He's He's been crazy these last few fights and he's just been killing it. And his his stamina is bar none better than anybody I've seen in a long time. So if Frank Yeager could figure out a way to be able to deal with Holloway for that long, I'll be impressed. Because, my God. I, I, I mean, there's more I could say, you know, whether the technical skills, but I don't think most people really care about that at this exact moment. Also, I'm not feeling great enough to get into that. Nonetheless, the uh, co-main event is a bout between Chris Cyborg and Felicia Spencer for the featherweight division. Uh, Chris Cyborg is coming off a loss against Emmanuel Nunez within the first round. 
that was end of last year, I believe. Yeah, that wasn't what I expected. I remember going into that fight, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be a brawl. This is going to be crazy. And then Nunez was like, um, no, 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 it's not, sir. It's going to be real fucking quick. Same thing with the Holly home fight. She knocked her out in the first round. It's like, I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, I'm not discrediting Nunez. I was never like, I'm sleeping on her, but I was just like, I thought she just, I thought the competition she would have had would have been way tougher, but. I mean, I'm sure it's it is for like other fighters, but apparently for Nunez, she's just like cake walking through these through these women. It's like, what's up? Who's the best of all time? Um, I think that's uh, me. That's right here. That's me. That's mine. That's my face. But she is going up against Felicia Spencer, and uh, I don't see Felicia Spencer leaving this fight with a W, mainly because Chris Cyborg. Even though she did lose, she is still an animal for the most part. I mean, she is ready to knock ready to knock someone out within a moment's notice. And most people cannot handle that. And I don't think Felicia Spencer were... I mean, I would love to see Felicia Spencer beat Chris Cyborg just because that'll definitely boost her career a lot. And that'll, you know, bring, you know, people not really... All right, you know, she's fucking serious now. She's, she, she's being Chris Cyborg. Only two people can say they've done that. Again, I don't see that really being a thing to be honest but and in the welterweight division you have jeff neal versus nico price uh um for this fight i'll probably say neal by decision a lightweight fight between olive oliver i want to i don't know it's spelled weird Aubin mercier mercer versus armin oh God, armin tarsukin Again, I'm just gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna apologize every time because I'm bashing these dudes' names 100%. You know I probably should try to figure out their names before, but I've done that in the past and I've still messed it up. So and call him Armin T. Ah, Armin T. Um, I don't know why that was funny. And then I'll I'll take that I'll take Armin by submission. I'm gonna do that. And then for the middleweight fight, I'm gonna do Mark Andre uh, Barriolt versus Christoph Jotko. Um, okay, I'm gonna go Jotko by knockout. That's my prediction. It's not... It's a good card. I, I was going to say, it's not the best card. I mean, it's a really good card, but it's not like the last card. That's all I'm saying with that. And then from here, and I believe until... When is it? August? August 17th. That is the, you know, the big card again, where it's between... Uh, the main event is Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic. Or Miocic, however you say his last name, for the heavyweight title. It's a rematch. Then you have Anthony Pettis versus Nate Diaz for the welterweight division. Yo Romero and versus Paulo Costa in the middleweight. Derek Bronson and Ian Heinish for the middleweight as well. Devontae Smith versus John Medesi. Uh, Mac Medesi, sorry, in lightweight division. And then, wow, there's a lot of fights on this card. Holy shit. Um, yeah, there's, you have Manny uh, Bermudez versus Casey Kenny. Paulina Bolho versus Myrna Mores. There's a lot of good fights on this card. That's all I'm going to say. But the the first, last three fights where everyone's really looking to, to be honest. But God, I really hope I'm entertaining this one because I am struggling to make it through this one. To be honest, I'm not sure how I got sick. I don't know if it was because of my AC or the weather outside or both. Because I don't know. And that's the thing that's funny about getting sick. Because there's always that thing with how guys, you know, are all tough and all this crap. But then it's like you hear about they get sick and it's like you shut down. It's like yeah, because being sick sucks. And I get it, women have to deal with way harder, you know, they have to deal with a lot of stuff while also being sick, so I'm not discrediting them at all, because I can never deal with what they deal with, off the, I know this is off topic, of course, but, um, some other news that kind of has happened in the last 24 hours or so, uh, Zion Williamson is now a member of the Jordan brand, I'm sure his sneakers are gonna be hot 
uh, hot fire. Very good. It'll be very fun. Tim Duncan is now an assistant for the San Antonio Spurs. Apparently, uh, Manny Ginobili was asked first, and then it was Tim Duncan. But either way, you're getting, you know, someone who, I mean, either both of them, even if they both did it, you know, getting people that thrived in their system and can really help, you know, the young players or free agents or whoever they have to their team, you know, really help players, you know, understand their understand pop system better than anybody else, especially, you know, playing under someone like Tim Duncan, who people, you know, he's one of the greatest players in history, so I'm sure that's definitely a benefit to that, so uh, besides that, I haven't really seen anything big happening in sports, uh, mainly just because basketball is over and the big, you know, free agency stuff is all over for the most part, and football, ha- nothing's happened really yet, and baseball is still kind of in a weird position only because, you know, is the moment that's closer to the deadline it's is when all the good stuff is going to happen all the big news all the you know all the big trades are going to happen so um hockey i haven't seen too much with hockey honestly let me see if there's anything else let me i know nfl right now is releasing their top 100 player list again this year and i've seen some more stuff with the madden ratings but i'm just like i, I i've never cared for stuff like that i always thought that stuff was boring and meaningless but i figure that's more for the players and you know just for discussion than it is for anything else um let's see Apparently, Adrian Peterson appears to be in debt. According to his lawyer, he had trusted the wrong people and it owes a shit ton of money, which is always fun. Um, I know the NFL, the NBA, is doing an investigation on some possible tampering violations within this free agency. Let me pull it up so I can give you the exact quote on this article. Um, a lot of the things I've seen are always, oh, it's the Nets. Okay. Uh, according to the New York Post, all right, can we figure this out, article? Thank you. Uh, according to this, it says the NBA is investigating how free agency unfolded this summer after several teams lodged tampering complaints. According to ESPN, the Nets could figure heavily into that investigation. That's because before free agency had opened at 6 p.m. on June 30th, news already had broken that two of the league's biggest stars, uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, had agreed to deals to come to Brooklyn. The NBA apparently has heard concerns from its owners and fielded inquiries from top free agents over the past few weeks at the league's annual board of governors meeting this last month in vegas concerns were raised about the copious amount of deals already done within hours of the start of free agency it's pointless at the end of the day to have rules that we can't enforce nba commissioner adam silver said during his annual news conference at la i'm sorry la at the vegas summer league oh, excuse me with more than a billion dollars in contracts agreed in the first 24 hours of free agency it does strain Credibility, credibility. I don't know. Credibility. Sure, we'll say that. To think tampering rules weren't violated, but historically those rules aren't strictly enforced unless something is brazenly said in the open or unless a team lodges a complaint. Those complaints are anonymous. Or the Nets landing Irving have been a fate uh, accomplice, accomplice long before fates even started. The Post have been reporting that Irving, who grew up a New Jersey Nets fan in West Orange, New Jersey, was leaning towards signing with his childhood team. But news also surfaced before the start of free agency that Durant had picked the Nets, and then he announced his decision on Instagram. General Manager Sean Marks claimed this month the Nets had, hadn't met with Durant at the point and found out they were getting uh, him the same way everybody else did on social media. Let's see. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure there'll be some type of fine or something, but it's one of those things where it's like everybody's doing it, so it's kind of hard to get everybody in trouble. I mean, I can understand if it was like the classroom rule is what I've always kind of deemed it, where one kid in class does something wrong, so the whole class now has to suffer because of it. If the whole class is doing it, it's hard to, you know, unless you're going to fine everyone who's involved with that, which I'm sure that's not going to be easy, and I'm sure y'all love that in your pockets, but I honestly doubt that's going to happen. So at the end of the day, um... 
I'm sure Adam Silver and his team are going to try to figure out how to make that not happen for next year. You know, whether it's stricter rules or, you know, changing, you know, how this whole, you know, conversation, you know, at least how the talks start. But at the end of the day, oh, it's going to happen whether they like it or not, to be honest. So, uh, what are your thoughts on the whole tampering thing? You know, should, are the Nets, you know, going to get fined heavily or do you think they're just going to kind of get like a, hey, don't do that again, please, kind of warning? Um, also, what are your thoughts on the whole thing with, you know, boxing and, you know, and or just combat sports in general where, or even sports in general, to be honest, where, you know, there's that risk of, you know, causing CTE later on in, you know, your adult years and essentially kind of making it harder to live at that point. Because I know a lot of players have deal with it or sadly have, like I've mentioned before, lost their lives to it, be, you know, because of that. So or does that now make you worried for like people in your life that, you know, are boxers or, you know, MMA fighters or athletes or any kind or anything like that? Or is it, like, it's part of the sport, you know, it comes with the territory. But, yeah, I'm going to call it here for the day. Uh, I apologize if this isn't the best uh, episode of the podcast we've gotten. But like I said, just under the weather, and, I you know, I wanted to do my best to make sure that this uh, was as decent as it could be with my super low energy and things like that, so... Um, I do appreciate it if you made it this far. Um, let me know your comments and all that below or wherever this is posted. Or you can find me on social media at some internet show. Sorry, no, sorry, incorrect. I changed it to Twitter as talking hoopla and Instagram as talking a bunch of hoopla. You know where I talk about sports and you know things like that and so on and so forth. Add clips to the podcast and so on and so forth. Again, share with your friends. Rate it. You can find this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, YouTube, any other third-party apps you use where podcasts are available and sold. Uh, thank you for your time, and I will see you all next Wednesday, hopefully in better health and more energy this time around. Thank you, and goodbye.